Valley of Famine contains mature content and adult language. Check the show notes for specific content warnings. Hello, listeners. Did you know that the Rogue Valley Role Players podcast is an affiliate of BattleBards? BattleBards is an online repository of music, sound effects, and all sorts of other audio goodies that you can use in your own games and shows. Check out their website at BattleBards.com, and don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you sign up for a Prime membership. Hello and welcome listeners to the Rogue Valley Roleplayers. My name is Ben. I'm here with Nick, Austin, Ed, and Rosemary. And we are the Rogue Valley Roleplayers getting ready to play another session of Valley of Famine. Once again, my name is Ben. I am the Marshal. I'm running the shindig tonight doing the things. I'm Nick. I'm playing Haru Matsuhara, the undead samurai who is really tired of all the evil around here. <laughs> this is Austin playing Herod Graves, formerly Wine on Beardslay. And usually I'd say something clever here, but I can't think of anything. This is Ed, and I'm pay- playing Daisy Graves, the weird scientist. My name is Rosemary, and I play Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy. She's a Huxlinger. Hello, listeners. So the next day, you wake up uh, to find that there has been a freeze, uh, which has destroyed every crop that was not harvested. Uh, snow lies thick on the ground, unseasonably er- the unseasonably early and eerie. That's what you wake up to. Um, Rachel, we'll start with you. Where are you starting your day? Mm-hmm. There's snow on the ground. It's cold. I'm going to take Scout, my dog, who I love and cherish, and go up to my sister's house for some breakfast, I think. Okay, what's for breakfast? Probably eggs. <laughs> She's just going to... Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> We've established that's how nope, Rachel likes not, eggs. Nope, that's not canned. Let's move forward. <laughs> okay. Um, no, like, I don't know, usual breakfast that you would have in old-timey... Describe it. ...West... So long as it's not eating raw eggs whole, describe it. <laughs> Grits? Yeah, toast, eggs, bacon. Okay, so you have breakfast with your sister. What's your sister's name? Is it- no, I wrote it down somewhere. Fuck, where is it? Nope. Cassandra? Strong, Elizabeth sorry. Cassandra Lucas. Okay, I knew Cassandra was somewhere in there. And then her brother-in-law is Franken Lucas, and then they have... Adopted Isaac. Franklin Lucas? Franklin Lucas. Franklin, okay. Probably goes by Frank. There's a lot of Franks in town. Yeah. Frank was a fairly common name. Yeah. Lots of Franks. 
Um, Davis the new Frank. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you have breakfast, and then I'm assuming you ride into town to start your shift. Yep. Uh, with Scout. With Scout. We are apparently remembering Scout today. You gave me so much crap about it. I do. So. <laughs> He's like running along my horse. Mm-hmm. Barking. Yep. He's a good dog. Bark, bark. <laughs> bork at this and then bork at that. Uh, all right. Daisy. It's pretty early in the morning. I imagine you are still asleep. We, we start. We always start early in the morning. It's Just around the table first. And think, All right, Daisy's finally waking up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is Wine on up to? Um, I think he has been uh, updating his notes with the experience that everyone had yesterday with these uh, Wendigos, as well as his vision. Uh, and he's he's kind of uh, writing a report to provide to the agency and sort of uh, going back over everything he knows and trying to put the pieces together. Okay. And Haru? Are you getting a new horse? The problem I have with getting a new horse, and not just because of my, my, my loyalty to Kuhn, is the fact that all the horses are terrified of me. It'll take time and training and effort. I'm, uh... Not quite to the train station yet. I'm I'm trying to think of things at home. Like, you know, piece together if there's something we missed, something about because why are the wind to go back? It's 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 troubling his thoughts. To the point where he's not even really distracted by Lazarus anymore. Like he he, he pays him heed and like and he's just kinda of pacing back and forth, puffing on his pipe, drinking his booze, and just kinda of going, Okay, they're back, what the hell? Okay. He's especially mad because it makes Macario's sacrifice look trivial. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're you're pacing back and forth at home, Rachel. You're riding into Jacksonville from your uh, homestead. You're just getting into town again. There's you know a pretty decent layer of snow on the ground. Uh, people look pretty down. What everyone expected to be a good harvest has just gotten ruined, so uh, everyone's looking at having another hard winter with empty bellies. Flint's seems to be doing quite well. There's uh, a bit of a cluster of activity there. Uh, lots of people going in, coming out, just regular townspeople. There's nothing suspicious other than just, like, it's busy. There's no accounting for taste. Yep, yep. As you're riding in, uh, you can see a plume of smoke coming from the pass. Like how big of a plume of smoke? Big enough to be seen all the way from Jacksonville. It's fairly big. Is there anything unusual beyond just it's really large? Like, is it green smoke or... I don't know, is there a skull forming out of it or... Uh... I don't think you could tell from this distance. Uh, just it's unusual because you, normally you don't see smoke. Um, it looks like something you'd expect to see from a train, but this is coming kind of from an area where there aren't any tracks. Well, that can't be good. And she will, I think, continue into the sheriff's office. Okay. Because, I mean, she's in Jacksonville. I'm not sure what she could do in this situation beyond, like, maybe she might stop a person on the street and be like, you see that smoke over there? Yeah, I see it. That's kind of weird. Yep. 
You, you gonna investigate that? Being, you know, a sheriff's deputy? Probably. Alright, okay, alright. Well, let me know what, what, what it is, if you would. Sure thing, Frank. Uh, that ain't my name. Oh, I just assumed I, I'm sorry. You shouldn't, shouldn't have assumed it's Jim. Oh, I'm really embarrassed now. I always confuse you with Frank. Alright, we're moving on. <laughs> okay, we're moving yeah. on. This is, yeah, this is no. off to a terrible start. <laughs> she goes in the chair. I don't know like what I can do with the smoke. She's concerned, but it's in Ashland. Like that's a long ways away. Mm-hmm. So she'll go into the sheriff's office and um is Billy there? Billy's always at the office. He's there. So is Ross. Okay, she'll kind of, you know, clomp her way into the office usual Rachel style, which is being noisy, I guess. And, um... Ross looks up and... Oh, you brought your dog in with you. Yes. Figured Scout could stretch his legs a bit. He's been cooped up in my cabin for a while. Yeah, like two years. Not (laughs) two years. Okay, maybe. (laughs) Um, have you seen that smoke this morning, Ross? No. Well, you might want to go take a gander at it. He gets up, and he walks outside, and gets to where he can see. Then comes back in and says, oh, that's troubling. Don't look at me like that, Ross. Look, I just want one day of work where I can just sit at the desk and not have to go fight a monster. Well, that might be tomorrow, but it looks like there's a monster today, so you should probably saddle up and go check that out. Yeah, yeah, I'll round up the usual suspects. All right. And she'll basically fill, um... I mean, unless you want to do my paperwork, I'll saddle up and go check it out. Don't tempt me, Ross. Do it. Well, I don't know about you two, but I'll (laughs) gladly stay here and fight monsters. I'm really good about it. (laughs) I feel like this is a trick. What kind of paperwork are you doing there? Uh, the sheriff's paperwork. All the paperwork. Is it the... It's the yearly budget, isn't it? It's That's all I work on. You're trying to foist the yearly budget off on me, Ross. I am. That's your choice. Go investigate the smoke, maybe fight a monster, or uh, work on the budget. I'd rather fight the monster. All right. I hate math. I wanted to do the budget. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you... Uh, you round up the usual suspects. Who do you go to first? What time is it? 7.30. Oh, Daisy's still asleep, so I will head over to the claim, which is where Harrod's staying, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll head over there, and, um... It's pretty busy in the claim, not as busy as at Flint's, but people are grabbing breakfast, uh... Spirits are pretty low. No one's doing a lot of talking. It's not as rowdy as it commonly is. Um, I will go up to the bar and actually probably order something to eat. I'm feeling kind of hungry. All right, what are, what are you ordering? I hear the French toast is pretty good. Yeah, she's got that's their specialty. Yeah. So she'll like she'll put um I don't know a dollar on the bar okay. and ask for some French toast. And then look around to see if Herod's already down here. Uh, I'm trying a, a new technique on the French toast this morning. I oh, think yeah? you might like, like it. So I'm scrambling the eggs, beating, beating them into a batter. Interesting. And then I'm taking the, the toast, the bread, and I'm dipping it into the batter, the uh-huh. egg batter. 
and then I'm frying it on the griddle here. Huh. And then uh, once that's done, I'm going to put some, some sugar on it. It's a little more expensive. Well, you come up with the darndest ideas. I, I think it's going to take off. Yeah, I'll try it. Sounds intriguing. All right. At this time, uh, Herod walks downstairs and shouts across the room, and you still haven't put cinnamon on it, as I suggested. Well, uh, the cinnamon's pretty expensive. I, I, I ain't got no cinnamon. Kennedy? Morning. Oh, did you buy a dog? <laughs> I have a dog. You've met Scout, haven't you? No. This is Scout. You've she never... gestures to her dog that's with her in the claim. You, or... you had a dog this whole time? You never mentioned it even once? I'm sure I've mentioned Scout. Like, every, every day I, you know, have a funny Scout story to tell. Is it well-trained? He's a very good dog. <clears throat> Bork. Can you, can you tell him to stay away from, from me? Are you allergic? Uh, no. Bad experiences. Oh, well, Scout's a very well-trained dog. Watch this. Scout. Bork. <laughs> Play dead. Mm-hmm. Sit up. <laughs> you say play dead. He swings his, his head around, gives you a very alarmed look with his ears up. It's very well trained. Scout. Bork. Roll over. He rolls over. Scout. Bork. I think of other dog tricks. Play piano. <laughs> Pads over to the piano. The, guy, the piano guy's numbers are like, oh, oh, Scout's gonna play. Hey, everybody! Scout's gonna play. And Scout gets up there. It's not really a tune. It's it's just a dog banging on piano keys, but everyone seems to be entertained by it. You see? He's a very good dog. <clears throat> uh, wonderful. Uh, please keep him away from me. Scout. Bork. Keep away. And she'll point at Aaron. <laughs> no, keep away! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think as it, as Scout growls at Herod, he 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 grimaces and starts growling back a little bit. <laughs> That's good. Establish dominance. No. Oh man. I suppose there's a, a reason that you came here. Uh, I was looking for you, actually. Bork. Scout, hush, we're inside. You start inside voices. Bork. Good boy. There's something weird going on, as usual. Could use your help if you're free. Well, I haven't heard any explosions. Seems an improvement. It's a large plume of smoke over the pass. Not natural. Could it perhaps be some sort of automaton? That's a terrifying thought I had not considered until just now. Not necessarily. I, I merely mean there are now these uh, auto carriages. Uh, horseless carriages. I've never heard of those. You've seen them. Oh. <laughs> We've been in one. Yeah. Oh, you mean those uh, new bingo. <laughs> bingo <of> a <laughs> 
Didn't we ride in one not too long ago? I was at a bad place in my life then. I wasn't paying attention to my surroundings much. Or talking about your dog, which... How long have you had your dog? Bork. He's a dog? (laughs) (laughs) We look over and Scott has just vanished into another dimension. (laughs) (laughs) This dog has superpowers. I want them. No, I share my uh, player's trait of being oblivious to things sometimes. So... I don't always pick up on my surroundings. I feel—I feel like we're both drowning in this conversation. Should, should we go find Mr. Matsuhara? Perhaps. <laughs> also, please keep the dog away from me. Uh, we'll head over. Is it? What time is it now? It's still seven thirty. Oh, we're Daisy's like not even alive at this point, so we'll go find Haru. I think in effort. Okay. You go out to uh, the rail station in Medford, and you find that Haru is not there. Um, A little bit alarmed, you head out to uh, his homestead, uh, Makaro's former homestead, and you find him doggedly pacing back and forth uh, inside his house. And it just reeks of booze and tobacco smoke. Rachel's going to pull her bandana up over her mouth and then knock on the door. This is a stick up. If she can smell the tobacco through the door, mm-hmm. she's just expecting like a whoosh of well, smoke. I mean, there to wasn't come out. good insulation, so it's like coming out from under the door. The windows are kind of fogged up. Yep. I don't need to breathe, so I don't care. You're right, exactly. <laughs> But Rachel does, so she's going to pull her bandana up over her mouth and nose and then, like, rap on the door. Who is it? It's me, Haru. Oh, um, I look around, you know, nosing all the smoke. I told you, uh, you weren't making your place presentable and anyone could drop in any time. You have employees, you have an employer, you have a sort of girlfriend i don't really know what's going on between you two anymore it's hard when you're in this when you're a walking talking corpse we may be on good terms but you're an ass i know um i will i'll I'll be out i'll be out in a minute all right uh harrow's out here with me something's up you know the fucking drill lazarus says hi Tell Lazarus you can go, and she'll, like, reconsider. I've already been there. That's why I'm here now. So I imagine you guys are, like, at the front door, which is kind of at the corner of the house. And so, like, if you look down the side of the house, you see, like, whiskey bottles being thrown out the window. (laughs) I suppose Haru has always been a bit of a straight shooter, but I must say that he has truly made no pains to disguise the fact that he is a fucking zombie. What do you think all these whiskey bottles are for? The smoke. And what about the unplowed fields? His cool and aloof personality. What about the weeds? What about the general refuse strewn about the house? Surprise he hasn't been foreclosed. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say in character, even though Haru wouldn't have heard it. I was just saying, like, I bought the building outright. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be foreclosed. I <laughs> This farmhouse is an eyesore, is all I'm saying. And part of me wishes that I could just pretend it didn't exist. It's so ugly. Look, you didn't know Haru when he was alive. He was a different person. 
being dead has been really difficult. Could he dress himself back then? Because he certainly can't now. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Haru is actually very careful about his appearance. Like, and he actually—I did mention when I first took over Makari's house that that's one of the few things he does take care of. Is like he tries really hard. He's just got a lot of booze bottles and, you know. Tobacco remnants all over the place. His closet must be full of the same jacket, the same shirt, the same pair of pants, or else he's just wearing the same clothes for Now that eternity. might be true. <laughs> Some people just don't want to have to think about what they wear in the morning. There's nothing wrong with that. I have, like, the shag- shaggy effect, like, just same outfit, just lined in the closet. I have a question, actually, regarding some of Haru's possessions. Does Haru have, um, like, his, uh... Shinzengumi uniform still and like samurai. I think like in an old steamer trunk, he's got his like kimono and hakama all folded up and nice and neat with the haori, which is the overcoat, uh, which would been the the would been light blue with like little triangle fringes along the bottom of it, um, with the um, us on the sleeves. Okay. Um, he also would have set on. Don't remember exactly which side of the house it would be on, but he'd have like a little Buddha statue, a little incense burner, and stuff like that. So those are like some of the possessions he'd have still left over from Japan. Okay. Otherwise, I mean, being old Japanese style, he's very minimalistic. He doesn't need a lot. I mean, he doesn't even sleep probably on an actual like posted off the ground bed. It's probably just a mattress on the floor, just because that's what he's used to. Okay. Look. Haru's been going through a real hard time lately. I'm sure you've noticed. I know that the clothes don't make the man, but certainly looking good can uh, lead to feeling good. I mean, you have a very fine sense of style yourself, Harrod. Maybe, I don't know, you could... I appreciate that. It's one of my many hobbies. (laughs) Maybe you could help him out. I'm sure he would appreciate it. I tried once. I was in disguise. It didn't stick. (laughs) Rachel gives you this very concerned, confused look. He shrugs. At that point, Haru comes out the door. He's he's got his clothes all straightened off. He's dusting off some of the ash off of his coat, and he goes, "Um, uh, oh, uh, Herod, you are here too. Um, what brings you here?" Uh, three guesses. Ooh, Lemurians. That's the other one. No, 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 no. I, well, actually, clarify, do I get three guesses in addition to your three guesses? Does Lazarus get three guesses? There's a weird plume of smoke on the horizon. We gotta go investigate it. She didn't let any, either of us guess. Wow, that's unusual. Anyway, a weird plume of smoke, Could could it be somebody's house, perhaps? I mean, it is chilly. I don't know, and that's the problem. Can we see the smoke from here? Sure. So she'll point it out to you. Be like, um, do you think that looks like somebody's house on fire? It looks like it's moving. Oh shit, it's closer. I will level with you, Haru. It's possible this is a lot of nothing. Perhaps just a horse's carriage or something to that effect. I don't know. It seems like some kind of higher power is telling me it's different. Me as well. So <laughs> we're going to go investigate it. GM is shrugging his shoulders. <laughs> in, in a well, I mean, to be fair, it makes sense for Haru, who's a very spiritual person anyway, who's like, eh, 
something's up. Is it, I don't know, past nine o'clock at this point? Um, Going to Medford? It probably took some time to get to Medford, but I don't know. The three of you could just go off to investigate this, not involve Daisy. What? That seems mean. I mean, you've already left Jacksonville, so it would kind of be this weird roundabout sort of thing to go back and get her. I'm going to um, get my good old friend Tucker to run up to... Tucker is not hanging out at Haru's Well, no, homestead. we'll go back into town. Also, Tucker is back in Jacksonville. No, for the sake of brevity, uh, and not to leave Ed out, but don't worry. Oh, see, I was going to wake up and go to the sheriff's office after I saw the plume of smoke. Ah. Um, the, well, we'll just go the three of you ride out towards the Ashland Pass. It takes a bit of time. Um, if they ask, like, if anyone asks, like, well, why isn't Daisy joining? I'm just going to be like, look at the time, you guys. Daisy's... She's dead to the world. We can't wait on her to wake up and get functional. I would have also just been like, eh, mayor's wife. We need to keep her safe anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the three of you ride out. Um, Not to derail the story, but what are you riding? Oh, I forgot you don't have a fucking horse because I killed it. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's Let's backtrack. Yeah, okay, I'll buy a horse. Okay. You uh, find the least skittish one. You all make your way to Medford. You go to the stables. Uh, you talk to Bill Mustard, the, the livery guy. Oh, Mr. Matahari, how can I help you? I am in need of a new horse. Mine uh, passed away unfortunate in unfortunate circumstances. Um, real sorry to hear that, and I'm certainly real hesitant to sell you a horse. <laughs> uh... What kind of what kind of a horse are you looking for, Mister? Doesn't matter too much to me. Just the least skittish one. Least skittish. Well, huh. how uh, how fiery you want it? Fiery? It's just like a barbecued horse or something. What kind of fucking question is that? Do you mind if I just take a look at what you have? Um. Sure, sure. I got what's in the stables, and uh, you know, if you're interested, I, I got another horse out back. You don't get along too well with the other horses. I'll go look at that horse first. Okay, all right. Before Haru like goes off into the stable, could Rachel like put a hand like on his shoulder and be like, "I hope it goes well," and trace a rune on it to boost his riding? Sure. Like kind of subtle, like yeah. So simple success. Simple success. Your riding goes up a die type. Woohoo! Uh, Bill Mustard leads you out back. There's a corral. And uh, describe the horse you see. I think it's one of those, uh, what's it called? Uh, doe skin colored horses, you know, the yellowish tan mm-hmm. uh, with a, a black mane and black tail. And uh, just kind of, you know, uh, got kind of a temper, maybe. So he's, he's like stomping his feet. Definitely and, got a temper. And this nudging the ground and like eyeing people that pass by. Like, yeah, this is an like, angry looking horse. Like, fight me. I'll uh, see what I can do. Um, okay. Yeah, we uh, we call that one Tempest. Looks like a good name for him. Um, good luck. I'm uh, gonna be standing. Over here, by the door to the stables. Um, you can you can say you're afraid of the horse. It's okay. I, I ain't afraid of no horse. I'm just 
getting clear of the splash zone. And, uh, I walk up to the horse, like, you know, just nice and slow, like, you know. Breathes fire. <laughs> That'd be so badass. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I do the slow, you know, like, hey, buddy. Hey. Does the horse version of a <laughs> growl at you. So. Like, oops, do the slow approach, and I, then I, I t- touch its neck area, because that's the least likely place you're going to get kicked. Go ahead and make a ride and roll at, uh, you're going to make it a negative four. Okay. Uh, minus two, because you're harrowed, and minus two, because this is a pissed off angry horse. That'd be a neg four. Uh, don't forget, you got your, unless you went from default to a d4. I went to, from default to a d4. Wow. Because we haven't actually had to roll writing rolls very much in this, so I was like, yeah, I won't need it. Yeah, okay. Wow, I'm glad I boosted your writing then. Jesus. <laughs> right. Uh, so, what'd you roll? I got a four. A four? So, so no. Oh, net zero. Net zero. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's not going well. Um, but it wasn't Snake Eyes, so for one, the horse does not rip your head off, and you can attempt again. Could Rachel come around? Because I have writing as a skill, and like watch Haru's attempts to yeah befriend this horse, and call. She calls out advice to you, like, "Oh, you approach from the other side." You know, horses don't like it when you're behind their line of sight. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll something to support. Yeah, um, I'm assuming writing, writing? giving writing yeah. advice. So. That makes sense. Yeah, terrible thing about the samurais. They started off as riding warriors, but once they moved into towns, it was all over. It's a 10. That's a 10, so you get a plus 2. Uh, so that will put you at a net negative 2. Nope. 1. To net, net 1. Okay. This horse just does not like you. Alright, moving on to the other horses in the <laughs> okay, stables. <all> right. <laughs> So I just wander, you know, stable to stable, seeing which one doesn't seem to immediately back to the corner of the stable, you know what I mean? Sure. There's maybe one that is... It doesn't, like, stand its ground or anything, but it seems less agitated. I think this is the one. All right. All right. Shame you couldn't get Tempest to like you. I'm never going to sell that horse. Guess uh, it'll be mighty popular once people's stomachs get a little more empty. This one's name is Socks. Is it because of the uh, white things on its feet? The the white patching, yeah. It's got socks. Looks like it's got socks, so I called it Socks. Clever. Aha, I'm a clever man. My name's Bill Mustard. How much? Uh, two hundred. <laughs> just water cash just like hold on all right well uh looks like you, you bought yourself a fine horse mr matsuhara and socks best of luck i heard his last horse died so be careful socks it'll be okay the horse is just like <laughs> it's like the opposite of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So now, armed with a horse, you ride out to go investigate this weird smoke stuff. You get part of the way there. The smoke is moving a lot faster than you all are. Uh, you're you're 
coming up on the base of a hill when uh, a couple of things happen. Uh, for one, you, you start hearing this, this high-pitched wailing scream that you've become familiar with. It's the sound of burning ghost rock. And then uh, you, as you're coming up, you see uh, a trio of figures come flying over uh, the hill. Uh, figures dressed in black and white on skis. And they're just totally silent as they come flying over and hit the ground and come skiing uh, towards y'all. Yeah, Rachel will pull Oakley out of their path. Okay. Same with Hera. Okay. Yep. Come on, socks. Uh, move, 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 move over. You, uh, you all get out of the way, and these three skiers come come zipping past you. Um, they're they're dressed in these these uh, form-fitting tight clothes. They're just like striped with black and white. Uh, their their faces are completely pale white. Uh, and they've got like these black trailing caps and they come zipping past you uh, and then like 30 seconds later another pair of skiers come flying over the top of this hill and then uh, that ghost rock sound is getting louder and louder uh, and then you see this massive ghost rock or horseless carriage with a plow where the horses should be just crest the top of this hill and start barreling down it's a massive vehicle resembling more like a freight truck, although you probably don't have the frame of reference to know that, uh, and is promptly followed by another vehicle, and then another vehicle, and another vehicle. Um, I think Herod will uh, kind of push himself a little closer to the middle of the trail and kind of hold up a hand like, stop. Yeah, Rachel's going to do the same. <laughs> do the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, the vehicle uh, slows to a st- ponderously to a stop. You're you're kind of thinking like, oh, we got to get out of the fucking way. And in fact, you do as you're, you're kind of like worried this thing is just going to barrel past you. You can tell it's slowing down, but it's just got so much mass. And uh, the the lead vehicle comes to a stop near you. And uh, this fat, jovial looking man sticks his head out of the, the, the cab and says, hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. You stopped us. How can we help you? Uh, who are you? What are you doing with these things in the middle of the woods? Oh, uh, is the sign not down? Oh, the sign's not down. Whack. Uh, you hear something thud, and then uh, this canvas sign drops down the side of the lead vehicle, uh, advertising the Winter Court Circus and Oddity Fair. <sighs> Rachel does that, like, pinches the bridge of her nose thing because of course it's another circus coming to town. She says where are you headed? Why to Medford of course. How long are you planning on staying? We are the deputies if you are confused. Ah okay I was just about to ask uh, Yeah she'll flash her badge as Harrods. Alright alright yes uh, well to be entirely honest as long as it is profitable and of course, you know, we'll be perfectly well behaved. You you shan't have any trouble from us. We are consummate professionals. It, it, pardon us, we just we noticed the large plume of smoke coming through the pass and we were sent to investigate. Ah, uh, yes, a mighty beast like this, and he kind of pats the side, requires quite a bit of fuel. I can imagine. Then I see no more reason for us to waste your time. Please move along. 
Of course, of course. Uh, a good day, good day. Uh, hope you come to the show. I'm sure you'll get the proper permits in Medford. I don't know if you had to have permits. For I don't know stuff. if that's a thing, but sure. Yep. If uh, your town requires us to have permits, we'll 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 get we'll do all the proper paperwork. Don't you worry, uh, deputy. Rachel's gonna give this like whole procession like a a sharp eye as it passes by. I do have one quick question before you leave. Yes, yes, there's Ghost Rock Burn. Do you have carnivorous giant ants? I was not intending to ask that question, but now it sounds like a wonderful question. <laughs> uh, well, you'll just have to come to the show to find out, won't you? All right, let's go. <laughs> Son of a bitch, <laughs> Rachel just like, says. No. <laughs> Do, is there anything that looks suspicious as it passes by? I don't think you can tell. They're just a bunch of huge ghost rock carriages that are moving by. This is quite a quite a sizable convoy. I need to talk to Daisy and ordering a flamethrower. Right. If there's carnivorous ants again, I'm gonna I'm moving out of the valley. <laughs> I'll be with you every step of the way. <laughs> Well, I guess at least there was no monster to fight. All those skiers were just ants tightly wrapped up. <laughs> Here oh, on. God. <laughs> no, that's not in character. That's not in character. Uh, so, in the wake of the winter court, uh, you turn around and you head back to town. Imagine it's at least easier riding since it's cutting a path for us. Yep, yep, definitely. Um... Are you going straight back to Jacksonville? I think so. Because I'm going to report back to Ross that we got nothing to worry about, just a circus coming into town. Okay. Uh, so we'll say it's about noon when you all get back. You go straight to the uh, the sheriff's office. Um, Daisy, you're probably up wondering where the heck are your friends? <laughs> well, what, Normally something should have gone wrong. Coming at all? Oh, yeah, you would have seen that, yeah. Okay. Daisy's gonna write out on her own to investigate it. We're gonna no, miss each other. No, you all you, you, you meet up at the sheriff's yeah. office. And I'm like, oh, I better go check out the sheriff's office. Yeah. What's going on with this plume? So the winter court wastes no time in parking their wagons. And that same clearing used a little over a year ago by Mordecai Zamenhof's uh, Imaginarium of Wonder and Terror, or Terror and Wonderment. I forget how I named it, but um, and. Most recently vacated by Reverend Price's uh, traveling tent revival dealy wop thing. Cult of Evil. Cult okay. of Evil, yes. <laughs> Mordecai's Imaginarium of Wonder and Terror. Oh, I had it right the first time. So the circus uh, wastes little time getting set up quickly and efficiently, and already barkers are stationed throughout Medford and Jacksonville advertising that night's show. What sort of uh, adver- what sort of exhibits are they advertising? Uh, clowns and dancers and all the usual stuff you'd expect to see at a circus. Nothing special, though? Nothing, like, that catches your eye? Uh, definitely, like, um, stuff about some new science gizmos to show off. Uh, they do hint that... Uh, uh, Tonight only, there will be a very special surprise performance. Ants. Yep. It's ants. <laughs> Haru's gonna, like, since we're already gonna be going, but Haru's 
for special reasons wanting to just go to Rachel and ask like kind of the we're going all together anyway but I want to ask you to go with me kind of thing you know what I mean mm-hmm go to the circus okay go let's let's you're, you're at the sheriff's office Ross is struggling with the budget he's probably like over over at uh, Billy's desk now leaning leaning over Billy and basically like all right explain this all to me again. See, what you got to do is you got to carry the four. Look, kid, I'm really good at shooting things. I don't do math. This is why my mama sent me to school. Yeah, lucky thing it is. I can't believe I didn't hire you sooner. You're, you're a damn fine deputy. Well, I'd much rather be doing this than doing whatever Rachel does. Let me tell you, sir. Uh, all right, so that's what Ross and Billy are doing. Uh, scene. There you all are. Heard you all went out to chase after where that smoke was. What was it? It was a circus. Yeah, they're using uh, giant horseless carriage things to push the snow out of the way as they make their way here. Wow. Cool. It made riding back way easier. I can say that. Did it that at least. I have seen such things out east, but it was truly an impressive vehicle. So there's there's another circus in town. Yeah, we're just praying to God no more no more ants. No more. Yeah, that would, that would be bad. Or um, or those other things. What are they called? The not rat the, the not graboids. Rattlers. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I want to go check the circus out. I'm not gonna feel easy till I know that there's no nothing too dangerous. Well, speaking of, I was I was gonna actually ask you, Rachel, if you'd like to go to the circus with me. I need some uplifting thoughts. Hey, now. And of course, Lazarus is gonna be there. Rachel, um, actually, looks a little flustered. Like, oh, uh, uh, of course, I I would love to go to the circus with you. I should go see get Jonathan. We'll all go. I have a business of my own to attend to tonight, but uh, certainly I'll let me know if you find anything out. Of course, you're as, you're as much involved in all the weird stuff that happens around here as any of us. I'd appreciate your expertise in uh, investigating the circus this afternoon, though. I will be there, merely in disguise. There is actually a knock at the uh, the sheriff's door. Since Ross is here, I feel like he should be the one to... <laughs> he leans up, looks at you, and says, Get the door. I'm trying to figure out the budget. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot you were focusing on numbers. No, no, it's divided by two, not not plus two. No, the door is distracting me, all right? I'll get it. I'll get it. Rachel. Where, where were we again? <laughs> Rachel will swing open the door. Uh, that man you saw back at the the Winter Court's lead carriage is standing at the door. He's a very fat, short, jovial-looking man. Uh, he is wearing a, a black stovepipe hat. Uh, he's got, you know, the uh, various accoutrements you would expect for someone who works in a, a circus. Does he have a button nose with two eyes made of coal? No. <laughs> 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 he seems like he's just a regular human. Oh, okay. Seems. He's just a bowling ball with legs. Yeah. Kinda. Did he say his name in the past? He did not. Okay. 
So Rachel will look him up and down and go, yes, mister, and then do that pause where you invite someone. Oh, hello, hello, yes, thank you for opening the door. Oh, it's you from the, the road earlier. It is. I am Tantalus of the Winter Court. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am, in fact, I apologize for not recognizing you earlier, but I, I am actually uh, already familiar with who you are. Uh, I must say, it is uh, quite an honor to meet such celebrated heroes as yourselves. So you read the newspapers? Well, yeah. Like, Haru's right like, read a Haru's newspaper where I saw yeah. myself in it. Rachel's <laughs> very confused, because as far as she's aware, like, no one really knows about her outside of the valley. We did save people in Salt Lake City. Yeah, but, you know, that was, like, six months ago? Something like that, yeah. I can't imagine that that was in the news for long. Which of our exploits really caught your attention? Uh, your battle with the airship pirates of the Tempest were, uh, oh, that's where that was. The <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, things can have two names, oh, two things can have the same name. Yeah. Uh, your exploits uh, against the airship pirates were, were quite renowned in Salt Lake City. We heard all about it, oh, as yes. as well as, uh, your, your adventures in Shanfan. you the subjects of dime novels. To be entirely honest, I'm surprised you hadn't heard. Somebody is using my name in dime novels to make money? Well, yes. Oh, oh Rachel's pissed. She's <laughs> super pissed. Where's my money? I'm not rich enough. <laughs> She's pissed that somebody's profiting off of her without her knowledge. Not specifically because of the money that she's not getting it. She just doesn't like someone using her image to... Yeah. Do whatever they want with. No, that makes Rachel, sense. Rachel, calm down. I'll have my lawyers look into it for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you mean I, Hellstrom's lawyers. Yeah. Ironically, Haru being, you know, from Japan and used to that kind of thing, he's just kind of like, eh, <laughs> I'm just doing my job, whatever. Well, at, at any rate, uh, that, that sounds like uh, a whole different issue that's unrelated to me. But uh, Thank you I, for bringing it to my attention, though. Of course, of course. Um... But I come on behalf of my mistress, the Lady Rab of the Winter's Court, to invite you to tonight's showing. Well, we we already intended to go. Well, excellent. Uh, I am gratified to hear that. Yes, you must all come, uh, Deputy Kennedy, of uh, the, the famous uh, Daisy Gilmore, of course. It, it, it's Daisy Graves now. She's been married. Great. Congratulations, congratulations. Uh, we, we, we did not know that, but uh, wonderful, wonderful to hear. She's the first lady of Jacksonville, in fact. Wow. My husband's the mayor. Well, I, I hope, uh, you know, you and the mayor will, will attend our show tonight. Uh, I, I won't mince words. That will be great for well, publicity. I, I hope you go to the grave dig for all your ghost rock needs. Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds uh, like a mutually beneficial uh, business arrangement. And uh, wine on Beardslay, we, we know of your exploits as well. We would be very honored if you would attend our circus. <laughs> as a spy, that would make me incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> in, in, in fact, my, my lady in, in insists that all of you come. It is an incredibly gratifying invitation. However, I'm afraid I have other responsibilities that I must attend to. I'm sure your lady will understand. Uh, yes, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, uh, she did say it may be 
to your benefit and profit to attend tonight's showing. I am not motivated by profit, sir. Very well, very well. Uh, I will let her know. Uh, and you, of course, Mr. Matsuhara Haru, must, must come. Uh, yes, I, I will be uh, attending with Rachel uh, together. Um, I will dig out my, my best black suit. Excellent. Excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing you all there. Uh, he reaches into his jacket and he pulls out a handful of tickets and sets them out on, or just hands them, hands them to one of you. Sure. Um, uh, Rachel will take him since she's at the door. Sure. Uh, he turns around, he starts to walk away, and then he, he kind of stops short and brings his hand up to his head like, Ah, I almost forgot. Almost forgot. My, my mistress insists that you all come armed for tonight's showing. Armed? Yes. What kind of show your, is your, this? Your, bring your greatest penelopes. This what? will be the show of a lifetime. It's going to be ants, isn't it? <laughs> Why does everyone keep bringing up ants? <laughs> the last circus we had was not good. Ah, well, uh, there is no finer show than the Winter's Court, so, or the Winter Court, uh, so I'm not surprised that they were not good. Uh, but I, I, I can assure you, this is the greatest show on Earth. That's probably trademark. I'm going to get sued. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> okay, Nick here has questions. What does penelopes mean? Yeah, I'm also wondering that. Really? It's a fancy word for your armor and arms. Arms and armor. That's cool. Okay, yeah, didn't know that. It's, it's, it's like out of the Iliad and stuff. And secondly, how long... I'm picking until... up on the Iliad references, by the way, and I'm concerned. Well, I heard Winter Court and I immediately thought Faye and my main said, if they ask you for your name, don't give it. Lady Nab. Rab. Rab. Tantalus? That's not a reference to Greek mythology? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, yes you do. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Something with Greek and death. Um, Secondly, how long until we have... have Sundown. Sundown. Spade come off guard, but it's something that I've been thinking for Haru for a while. Haru's going to look for the town jeweler. Okay. There is definitely one. He's going to be asking them to make a ring. Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at peginc.com. Sound effects are by Plate Mail Games and Battle Barks. Music by the Eaglestone Collective. You can find links to all of the above in the show description. As always, thank you for joining us for this episode. Please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you listen. And don't hesitate to contact us via rvrpodcast at gmail.com, at rvrpodcast on Twitter, or join us on our Discord server. We'd love to hear from y'all. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.